0: Plus.
3: Hello and welcome to a special episode of In That Number. Special because for the first time we've had back to back wins since we started this podcast, and it was also like April 2017 for the Saints as well. But also, we're actually recording together in the same room. It's like Kev's actually over here at the moment from Russia, so. It's always a pleasure to have him come and visit, um, and also Christmas is just around the corner as well, so um, what a splendid early Christmas present we got yesterday. And let me introduce my co-host, the Moscow Mesh,
2: Kevin Milberton. Hi Kev, how are you? Hello, season's greetings to you all. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good, very refreshed after a, a long journey, but I'm glad to be back here in sunny Southampton. It's good to <laughs> see you as well, mate.
3: Yep, yeah, and we're currently having a
2: beer, so yeah. cheers, mate. Merry Christmas. Cheers, Merry Christmas
3: have you got any plans while you're
1: here
2: Um, yeah Um, obviously seeing family and celebrating Christmas Um, get a bit of shopping in as well and um, yeah catch a match going to see West Ham Um, actually got a ticket for you uh, if you want to go really yeah
3: I was going to suggest actually I wouldn't mind going but um, I've got a family thing i could probably push it back Uh, possibly I mean well yeah We'll talk about that off- offline. <coughs> All right. But yeah, cool. Um, what are we going to start with today?
2: Well, seeing as it's Christmas, um, I thought uh, we could introduce our in that number special Christmas lineup. <laughs> uh, are you ready for this? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be bad. It's fantastic, mate. Fantastic. Right. Okay. Um, Let's go for it. So we're playing a simple four four two. Um, in goal, we've got Fraser North Star. <laughs> <laughs> um, in defence, we've got Wesley Ho-Ho-Hoot. <laughs> Yannick Christmas Card. <laughs> Sam McQueen's Speech. Aww. Jack Season's Greetings. And then in the midfield, we've got Père Noël Hollyberg. My French is awful. Uh, <laughs> then we've got Mo Elf Ah, oh, Of course. Uh, Nathan the Redmond Reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best one. That's the best one. And uh, Mario Lamina. And up front, we've got Michael Snowberfemi. That's uh, not at all racist, of course. And um, yeah, five goalings. <laughs> Although I think he's had a lot more this season. Um, yeah, shame that uh, Matt Latinslier can't be uh, taken out of retirement. We, 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 you know, an honorary uh, yeah. place for him. How's that for you? Brilliant. It's has got a festive mood going. Here. Yeah. yeah, we're all ready now. All ready for Christmas. <laughs>
3: Uh, and an early Christmas present as I mentioned was the yesterday's 3-1 win against Huddersfield um, building off on that 3-2 from Arsenal last week great result again well needed um, yeah so I say 3-1 goals from Nathan Redman Danny Eng's penalty and the first goal of many hopefully for Michael Oberfemi and a goal from Philip Billing for Huddersfield um, starting 11 okay so we went McCarthy in goal uh, Jan Bednarek Mayoshida and Yannick Vestergaard I believe at the back with the two wing backs being uh, Jan Valery and Matt Target Target, Uh, Unchanged from the Arsenal one Uh, and two holding midfielders again Hoiberg and Romelu leaving Redmond, Armstrong and Ings up front Um, What did you think of that? Unchanged
2: Um, I suppose it's to be expected Uh, you know I mean that, that that 3-4-3, 3-4-3, three, three. I mean, you can quite easily switch to five at the back when needed, but um, you didn't really expect it to be needed too much against Huddersfield. Sure. And um, it's just amazing how high that, um, some of the defenders were pressing. Um, Not just uh, uh, Valerie and target, but also, you yeah, know, Vestergaard was really getting... Yeah, he getting was marauding internet. up there a bit, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, So, I mean, I was nervous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cheers.
0: me. <laughs> Cheers.
2: <laughs> Sorry, carry on. <laughs> no, I mean, as a Saints fan, you get really nervous when you see one you of your centre-backs. So I'm just hanging around up front there. But, um, yeah, it seemed to be relatively safe. Also, I saw as well on the bench that we had young Kane Ramsey.
3: Um, last week he had Tariq Johnson as well, didn't he? Come on. This week, Ramsey. It strikes me as if he's trying to fill a quota of youngsters. Like, he's saying... I'm going to bleed these youngsters. These are going to be mine. I'm going to give them all a chance, which is nice to see, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's maybe testing the waters with each of them and just giving them a little chance to show what they can do. At, at we saw level. that, yeah, we yeah. saw that with Johnson,
3: but um, Ramsey didn't come on. Um, but yeah, it's just nice to be called up still. Definitely. Um, I was, you know, leading up to this game. It's been probably the first time in a long time that I've been excited for the next game. We had a new manager in. The result against Arsenal last week. You know, I'm not not being any not being disrespectful to Huddersfield, but thinking yes, this is another three points that we can and should win. And yeah, I was just excited all week to to get going, and you know, really really hoping that we can get these three points. And it didn't didn't disappoint, obviously. I was also uh, interested to see the back as well, because I thought Bednarik played excellent against Arsenal. I thought Vestergaard played good, um, and I, all of my eyes were focused on them. Particularly, particularly um, and target as well I wanted to see what he could do and it, they sort of like they started the way they did against Arsenal as well there's a real sense of urgency and a keen like well that word press again you know we used it against Huddersfield
2: how did you see the start? Yeah I mean again just straight out of the blocks pressing every opportunity um, yeah even if we lost the ball there was just again that, that hunger to try and get it back and yeah they seem to be playing at the right tempo definitely
3: yeah, it's, it's really it's really nice to see. Um, the breakthrough goal came on the 15th minute. Nathan Redmond, you want to talk me through the goal? No. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first goal was Ings in the middle of the pitch, ended up with Hoiberg. He put the free ball through the two defenders, the two centre-backs, and Redmond ran through and real, you know, coolly hit it into the top right corner. Um left with a lot of space there to, yeah, to as take advantage we noticed we were watching the game for a minute ago as well and we noticed that the Huddersfield defence were a bit all over the place Redmond found the gap latched onto the ball and put it away so yeah um, and he needed that goal didn't he because yeah. he's, he's been in advanced positions all season I think I read somewhere as well he's had 20, 28 shots
2: this season without a goal he's finally got that goal now Yes, yeah, first of many I hope because he's definitely been putting so much work in um, on the pitch and in training, mm. and, it's, and it showed he's a different player this season. And uh, yeah, he's, he's so so quick and uh, he, he causes so many problems, but yeah, just hasn't really uh, been able to uh, get the end result and get the goal for himself. Um, but yeah, today, not, not only a goal, but also an assist, I believe.
3: Was, yeah. Um, but yeah, he was just being a nuisance throughout, wasn't he? And like I said to you as well, um, I have a strong desire to see him play through the centre. Because yesterday we saw him take up like central roles throughout the game, wherever there was space, like you said as well, whenever there was space, him and Armstrong Get in there. were getting in there, yeah, and um, finding that space and pressing on and stuff. So, yeah, I'd like to see him in there, but I would like to see Elianisi come in and see what he can do. we not really seen what he can do. So I think if you play
2: Redmond through the centre, then you can give that um, that role to Elianisi as well. Elianisi seems like a player who's come in the summer and... Uh I mean, Hughes didn't really rate him that much. If you look at the amount of time that he actually played under Hughes, obviously it wasn't a player that Hughes wanted to go out and get. And now we're seeing under Hasenhutl that, um, yeah, he can barely even get on the bench um, under the new manager. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure we're going to be seeing much of him at all.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, mean, I want talk to talk to you about him at, at the end of the game anyway. We'll go, we'll go into scene and have your thoughts on him. Um I want to talk about the, the second goal the, the penalty from Danny Ings build up to the penalty it looked I mean you can say Huddersfield were giving the ball away in their own box but what I saw was Armstrong was pressing and chasing down mm. the goalkeeper made a mistake hoofed the ball out under panic it, you know it ended up coming to Ings and the penalty do you think it was a penalty?
2: Yeah um, your man Jürgen puts his leg out and yeah just takes him out no, trips, no. Him, trips him up the referee but, was right there as well yeah I mean I, mean, I don't think either of them on the ball but just no, no. Um, yeah if you take him out there um, he's not going to be able to get involved in any goal scoring opportunity so yeah I think that's a penalty
3: and cool is your light penalty
2: yeah I don't, I don't know it looks sloppy I was I was worried that um, it, I mean all it would take were for the keeper to, to get a leg out or just to move in the right direction wasn't moving fast at all he wasn't and moving
3: fast but he did tuck it away as far as he possibly could in the well, he corner he kind of
2: dummies it halfway through he did do he. that yeah. yeah. so yeah I hate it when players do that you know just to have the confidence to just smack it where you need to put it and be what be yeah
3: um, so that was half time went, we went in a half time 2-0 second half I think Huddersfield came out I wouldn't say better but better than us but yeah definitely better um, they, caused, they forced a good save out of um, McCarthy at one point as well.
2: Um, were you at all worried at that point? Not really, no. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, even with the goal that they got, I don't think that anyone was winning this match apart from Saints. Mm.
3: Yeah. Um. Romeo, I want to talk about Romeo as well. How did you, how did you think he played? Because I mean, watching the game live last week, I didn't see an awful lot out of Romeo, so I was a little bit surprised that he was playing again. Um, but this. This time out, I thought he played excellent.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, from against Arsenal, yeah, he wasn't great, was he? Um, he gave the ball away for the, the goal, yeah, didn't he? Dilly dally on the ball, mm. like, like like Wesley, who, um, but no, he looked he looked a bit stronger and more confident. It's good that he's given him that second chance, because um, yeah, I mean, with Lamina out, then um, if we still want to keep playing two holding midfielders, then yeah, it's obvious choice.
3: Well, West Ham. Um, actually Hoyberg picked up a yellow card so he's suspended for the West Ham game so it looks like they're going to have to play Hoyberg and Romeo. sorry Lamina Lamina and Romeo in the centre there mm. um, unless he goes with Ward-Prowse or Stephen Davis then you know, I've got no reason to think that he will but yeah. you, know, you don't know but Lamina's back in the team now but when he come on he looked to be playing in that more advanced role Against, I think he came on for Armstrong didn't he um, yeah. and that looked just like a complete swap so he was taking up the Armstrong which is weird to see Lamina play that high up but it's not the first time he's done that under I Hassan think it would well.
2: be natural because yeah you
3: see we've got those yeah. holding the midfielders haven't we you've got yeah. Romeo and you've got Hoiberg you've got Davis as well that can play there I would like to see Romeo get you know get that advanced role it would be interesting to see what he can do there um, I want to talk about the the Huddersfield goal with you mm-hmm. um, decent strike yeah, it's a cracker, yeah. <laughs> um, fair play to him are you putting any blame uh, um, to Alex McCarthy for this?
2: Um, I, I don't think so. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I've wanted to blame him for, for previous calls. I, I don't know what you do. You think he should have got to it? Well,
3: um, I can I can see, I can see Bednarik and Romeo were in his eye line, um, and there was a lot of movement on the ball, but I do think his position was a little bit out. I think if he had had been in the centre of the goal. Then possibly he would have saved it, but then you know if he's that you know that far if he's not if he's unsighted by those two defenders you can't really blame him completely for it. But as soon as the ball in the back of the net, I mean I know all keepers do it anyway. But he got up and was like, really yeah, he was gesturing at the um, at his defence, um, which they do anyway. But yeah, um, possibly I think yeah he could have done, but nevertheless it was a great strike and it had a lot of movement on it as well. I think um, if you're being really, really picky, I think maybe Romeo could have closed him down a little bit quicker,
2: you know. But It was from so far
3: out. And it was against the run of play, slightly. So, and like you said, you never really thought that they were going to come into it. At that point, I did, I must admit. When it yeah. was 2-1, I thought they started to... Excuse me. They started to go a little bit faster, Huddersfield, and they had a little bit more purpose about their play. At one point, I was thinking it was going to be 2-2. I thought, this is to typical Saints... It's going to be 2-2. Two, two. Um, I'm just going to let them get back into it.
2: But, I mean, <clears throat> okay, you say typical Saints. Because when are we going to have to rethink that phrase, typical Saints? What is typical Saints? Because
3: uh, Well, whichever way you slice it, we're still in a relegation battle. And this season, we've got a host of games where we've, we've been in winning positions. Or not even winning positions, like drawing positions. And we've thrown the points away. Um, it, it happens. Um, we've had one game where we've won, uh, previous to this Huddersfield game. So I still think we still need to be focused, and we can't. You know, we need to take every game like like it's Arsenal.
2: Yeah, I mean, we're on a bit of a little bit of a roll. I mean, we're out of the relegation zone, but um, we're definitely not out of the relegation struggle.
3: No, it is what it is. You can't. Yeah, you don't rest on it because we've had two good wins. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I, I was I was sure at that point it was going to be two two. A couple of substitutions he made then as well. We already mentioned the
2: Lamina yeah, coming on for Armstrong.
3: Armstrong. It was around about that point as well. Femi come on for Ings as well. Yeah, good impact.
2: Yeah, <laughs> what an impact. Because <laughs> yeah, we've seen we've seen him. He's definitely the the energy's there. He's definitely got a point to prove, and um, he's been getting himself in those uh, goal situations. But just I mean, he's missed a couple of sitters, hasn't he? So, so far, when he has been, he's eighteen, isn't he? Yeah, but you just think that he needs he needs that goal to kind of focus yeah. him, you know. And he needs to run a games as well. And I didn't think
3: he was going to get it under Hassan no. Hussle
2: as well because I think it was the Cardiff game he was left out the squad. Yeah, so I thought that's it for him. Mm. But Because, um, yeah, he brought Gabba back, didn't he? That's right. So, but now, yeah, I think uh, Gabba's out of the picture. Um, maybe we'll see him go in January. Um, he does look surplus to requirements. But, um, yeah, Obafemi, Um he missed an opportunity before he did score as well, didn't he? He did, but, yeah. I, th- I thought, oh, he, another one. You know? yeah. But say he'll
3: learn. It will get when he gets more playtime as well. Yeah, I think that will come. I mean, and we will. I will say this as well. He is the youngest Premier League goal scorer for a Saints side. Um, he's 18 years old and 169 days. So, congrats to him. That's brilliant. And as I yeah. say, he, he yeah, he's needed it. It was a nice little finish. But again, Redmond doing causing the um, being a nuisance again, um, and Schindler the the centre back for um, Huddersfield was doing his best Wesley Hoot impression there. <laughs> just, just didn't get rid of it um, and yeah and Redmond was right yeah right there and done it um, there was another substitution as well wasn't it? Jack Stevens come on for did he come on for, for Valerie Barry,
1: yeah.
3: I've noticed this as well I don't think it was the Arsenal game it was the was it the Cardiff one before that where he brought him on for Valerie and Stevens was playing in that right wing back role I don't know whether that's he, that's what he wants to, to make Jack Stevens do, maybe he's looked at the team and thought, Hey, we've got Cedric and we've got Valerie. One goes one gets injured, we've got no more cover. We've got plenty of centre backs. They might not be any good, but we've got plenty of them. Maybe he wants he's trying to bring Jack Stevens into the team a little bit more, give him a better role, and maybe he's just and I don't know, it might be because because Cedric's injured and he's just thinking, right, you need to cover there. Whether he wants to make him as a right back, I don't know. But
2: um, I'm, I'm kind of glad that it sounds, it sounds terrible. But I'm, I'm glad, kind of glad that Cedric's out of the squad for a bit because um, we talk so much about there being so much complacency within the squad because there's no competitions for, for particular places, and, especially uh, right back. And yeah. Especially a right back. And now um, Yesware is out there. He's looking at um, options in, in Valerie and maybe another players. Do you too. think that's
3: what it is, though? Do you think it's when Cedric comes back, Stevens will move back to centre? Could do, but I mean, we because Hoot's not not there now. We know that Hoot he doesn't like yeah. Hoot. He's not even yeah. been in, included in the squad again. Yeah. Um, so maybe he's just thinking, I'm going to play him at right. I want him to have his minutes. He doesn't deserve to be on the bench all the time. Mm. Let's play him for the sake of
2: playing him. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Um, well, yeah, you brought him on at half time against Cardiff, and yeah, it didn't didn't look particularly good in that, in that role there, but. Um, yeah, we'll see. I think it's, exci- it's exciting, you know, because, I mean, we, we kind of slagged off for Hughes for the same thing that he can't find his um, back-pairing. He doesn't know what his best squad is. Uh, nor does Hasenhutl, but um, he's kind of testing um, e- each area. I like that. And, um, yeah, I, th- I think we'll we'll find a, a squad that, that works for us under his system. Yeah. Um,
3: as I mentioned before, yeah, Hoiberg t- picked up a, a silly book in. Um, misses the West Ham game because of it. But, yeah, that's how it finished. 3-1. Yeah, so we mentioned, we touched on it earlier about Elianusi. Um, I only found this out yesterday, but someone told me that Ralph Hasenhuttle had said that when he come into the cl- into the squad, he said some players didn't seem to be fit enough. I don't know who those players were. We assumed he meant
2: Charlie Austin, but he yeah. was straight in the squad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did
3: you hear this comment at all? Because I didn't yeah. hear it. I only heard it through secondhand. And... and I just assumed that one of those um, players was going to be Yunusi because that's why he's not in the squad. Maybe he's punishing him for that. Um,
2: so do you think his, his laziness on the pitch is down to fitness? Then, no?
3: Possibly. That's what I'm saying. I mean, everything that we've learned since Hassan Hurtle's been in is that he doesn't like Yunusi and Hoot because they've been out of the team. Whether it's um, they're not fit enough, I don't know. well... well who clearly isn't good enough. <laughs> yeah. Um and, and he, he's understood that straight away and he was clearly couldn't. Do you think that he's planning on shipping El Inusi in January?
2: I think it'd be quite difficult to do, don't you think? I mean, if this is a player we we brought in over the summer. Um you just think he still has a place? Uh, well Like I said before, I wanna see.
3: I I don't know. I mean I I you know, I haven't seen I'd hate to send him away and then him do well somewhere else when you think, gosh, we could have had that. Yeah. I would like to see, like I said, I want to see Rome- uh, Redmond play through the centre and Elianusi come in. Not, I'm not saying give him 90 minutes, I'm just saying let's just see what we've got there because I don't really know, I still don't know.
2: I mean, if we do get injuries in, in, in those kind of key positions on the wings or in, in the centre of midfield, then um, I think he's got no choice to put, but to put him in. Oh, unless he wants to go with youth. But, I mean, that's that's a very risky thing. I think he needs to be there for, for the rest of the season, at least. Yeah. OK, so um, we know that who, at the moment,
3: who and Ellen UC are not in his plans. So, Gabbiadini
2: and Davis. Could they be dealt in January? I think Davis, I mean, the rumor has been going for quite mm. a while that he's going back to Scotland. Um, yeah, I, th- I think he, he's clearly coming to the end of his career at Saints. And he's definitely one of my favourite players, um, if not the favourite player from the last five years, just because he's a, a brilliant captain. Yeah, I've got a
3: soft spot for him. Yeah, yeah
2: loyal player. Um, I mean, it's, we've been—it's been a couple of seasons since we've seen the best of him, but yeah, obviously sad to see him go. But I think it's a, a perfectly uh, reasonable thing to expect for him to to want to get those uh, those games. Under his belt, you can still play, yeah. but maybe just not quite at this level. That's right.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, Fraser Forster as well, or Fraser Northstar.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <I> <laughs> mean, we need to get him off the books. He's, so he's, he's a burden, um, mm. yeah, financially and and logistically as well. I mean, he's not playing in any of the teams, as far as I know. No. So just earning money. Yeah. sitting on his bum. He's just sitting there playing FIFA. And earning over a million pounds breaking in yeah, hundreds Absolutely. of thousands of pounds every month
3: yeah. so those are the players that we think possibly will, will be going I mean Gabby Dooney's still got a lot of star quality we can still get a lot of money for him yeah um, what about incomings do you think we're going to be active in January
2: um, I mean all of the noises coming from the board has been that they're not looking at bringing anyone in over January with the new manager you'd expect that he must have a little bit of a shopping list, or at least one player that he wants to bring in. Whether that happens or not, I don't know. But I wouldn't be disappointed if we didn't bring anyone in. As long as we're playing the way we are. And that leads on to my next question, what do you think we need if we do bring a player in? It's a difficult question, because um, um, we're the new manager a new system, and he's made it very clear that he wants the the youth to be a part of the team. You don't want
3: to stifle their progress no and you know, if you bring a striker in I mean say you get Gabby Adini gone you bring a striker in to replace him where does that leave Ings and Austin you can't leave Ings out Austin's coming on and scoring Obafemi will get pushed mm. further down so I don't necessarily want to bring in a, another Carrijo because you know what happened last time we don't need to be spending 20 million pounds on a striker
2: that, that's going to turn out to be a bust well I mean Carrijo that was just a, I mean it was a desperate move wasn't it from the the manager to get a player that he knew um, as a goal scorer but who clearly didn't fit the bill but now we're not in such a desperate situation now yes we're near the bottom of the table but we're not in the relegation zone at Christmas and we've got that momentum now and um, yeah I don't think we need to strike you on you just Mm -hmm. mentioned all those players and positions there look at the wings we seem pretty pacey there um, midfield We've got but again
3: it depends on what Elianusi's doing
2: yeah and
3: also you've got to remember as well the strikers I don't want to say it but Danny Ings and Charlie Austin are pretty injury prone. if one or both of them fall out it just leaves over Femi at the moment and Long Yeah, Long's going through a drought so no, that's fine though it's okay if you're bringing in a striker but they need to know their role they need to know look <laughs> you're not going to be playing every game but then you're not going to want to play Millions of pounds for a striker that's going to sit on the
2: bench—it's a difficult one. Yeah, no, I don't think I don't think we need a striker. I think it would be silly if we did bring one in. Um, and in defence,
1: this, again, a this lot is of what options. we need. I
3: think I would love to see a quick, strong centre back because none of our centre backs are strong. Mm. Uh, sorry, none of our centre backs are
2: quick. Oh, they're, they're strong, but yeah. Yeah, they're not quick.
3: <laughs> yeah, I would like to see—dare I say—a Van Dyke, something like that. We're not going to get one of them no. within our lifetime. Well, we had, we, we got Van Dyke, We got a player on the cheap and sold him for a lot more. Why, you know, I'd like to see another player like that. I think that's what this side is missing at the moment. Because, I mean, we're winning games. I say we're winning games, one two in a row. But we are still... I mean, don't forget we still conceded two against Arsenal. We conceded yesterday. Still conceding, guys. I'd like to shut it up a little bit more. Get ourselves a really decent centre-back that we can build. I'd like to see that. Because I'd say... Pace is a big problem at the back, I think.
2: Yeah, and just
3: level-headedness, you know, yeah. and experience. Experienced, yeah. So, someone like 25. So, someone like Van Dyke, then.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, uh, I'm sure if you offered Liverpool 400 million from the they'd So, <laughs> just, just find that money. Um, yeah, I think, I think we're fine. Yeah, okay, that's
3: fine. So, 3-1, lovely early Christmas present
2: what has Hasenhuttle done for this team do you think um, just give him a the kick up the ass. I think that there's just um, no room for slacking at all um, he's had them training as far as I understand pretty much every day that's possible um, yeah he, bet he
3: banned their day off didn't he last week yeah he's banned mobile phones as well brilliant yeah. he's not sort of one of those people that if you worked for you'd be like oh my god but the fans love him because they, are, they, they want to see
2: the players, the players do the best, them yeah. as well you look they at the reaction seem, get seem to yeah mm. and if they yeah if they can't hack it you just ship them fair enough and, yeah, fair enough I can't, well. I he has
3: rejuvenated the squad I think everyone seems to be more together
2: yeah and, he, and, he's, and he's getting involved at, at every level he's well. yeah no he's, he's clearly yeah uh, very invested emotionally and very passionate about as long as he doesn't does. turn into a
3: Jurgen Klopp I'm happy with that um,
2: well I mean if this time next year we're sat at the top of the table then um why not <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay um, so yeah we are now 16th place on th- what, how many points are we on now 15 points 15 yeah 15 points so that's 3 points above the dreaded line um, at Christmas so yeah 15 points um, Cardiff have 14 Burnley have 12 and Huddersfield and Fulham are on 10 so 3 points away that's that's nice for Christmas
2: yeah nice little nice little breather uh, yeah a a win could shift us up a place or two um, if we do beat West Ham at home Um, yeah
3: and we're going to West Ham in a second but first man of the match a lot of candidates which makes a change because normally we say (laughs) who was we we said that last week as well yeah Yeah. I mean
2: normally it's yeah picking the, the the best of a bad bunch but this this time yeah they're all more or less faultless. I mean, even even the defenders. Um, yeah, exactly the same as you said last week. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say Redmond. I I just love him. I just love to watch him. Um, Massive change from last year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I felt um, whenever yeah you go to the match, everyone was just uh, slagging him off. You know. Mm. Um Yeah, Redmond, you cunt. And no. hang on, that's not even Redmond. you Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because they both
3: play down that left side. Yeah. He was getting a lot of stick. Um, I agree. I, I've given it to Redmond also. Mm. But I do want to say that um, Hoiberg was brilliant as well. I mean, he was all over the field, controlled the play, um, he was closing the gaps. Um, when he lost the ball, he was back after it again. I know he, he, he got a silly booking, but that shows his sure. determination, desire. He has the qualities mm. to be a captain no I've answered there was a poll on Twitter that I answered and it said that when Ryan Bertrand is fit and comes back does he get the does he get the armband back no you don't you think Hoyberg should take it
0: yeah
3: <sighs> I actually voted the other way I said I don't, I don't think it's fair to Bertrand to take it away from him however at the start of the season if I'd have said pick one of them I would have probably given it to Hoiberg but there you go um, Romelu as well from last week much better performance I thought he was great so yeah, there was a lot of candidates. That midfield was incredible. Um, sure. And also Ings had a, had a decent game as well. Good penalty. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, I know, I don't think it was a good penalty, but it was in the middle no.
3: of so That's the main thing. Okay, so on to West Ham now. So that's Thursday the 27th of December, um, 7.45 at St Mary's, and
2: you're going. Yes. And apparently I am. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> amazingly though, um, I don't know how Southampton Football Club managed this, uh, but when I ordered three tickets online Uh, only one came in the post so um, (laughs) I've got to sort that out somehow Uh, maybe I'm not going then (laughs) um, no I think you can get duplicates or something but yeah no I'm I don't know I'm nervous as usual um, Mm -hmm. because this is the kind of match that could go horribly wrong Um, yeah the last two years we haven't been particularly impressive against West Ham and um yeah, those Boxing Day fixtures are normally pretty drab, um, with the exception it's of that. It's not Boxing Day, though, is it? after. So they get an extra well, day. Yeah. Uh, Wonder if he gives them Christmas Day off. It's the, uh, the second <laughs> Boxing Day, but um, yeah, West Ham—they've been kind of running hot and cold, haven't they? They've, they've been going on. on, on wow, well, they runs were
3: going then. on. They went four in a row. They won mm. four in a row. They were going on a run. I mean, yesterday, all they had to do was beat Watford at home to go five wins in a row, and that hasn't happened since two thousand six. And they didn't play bad. I mean, I watched that game. Um, I thought they were a little bit unlucky. They were undone at the end by a brilliant Watford goal. Um, Troy Dean. No, the uh, De La Feu goal at the end Uh was great. There's Pereira and... Oh, brilliant. Watch that. Also, what we're talking about Did you see Andrews Townsend's goal for Crystal Palace? Oh, what a a volley, yeah. Almost (laughs) as good as Ings (laughs) Penalty, that was. (laughs) Um, Anyway, (laughs) back to West Ham. Um, So, yeah, they're 12th. 24 points one seven drawn three lost eight brilliant as I say they've been brilliant through December yeah. apart from yesterday which was a bit of a bit of a miss although looking back at their last like the ones they've won they've beat Newcastle 3-0 beat Cardiff 3-1 beat Crystal Palace 3-2 and they beat Fulham 2-0 all struggling teams mm. um, and then Watford would have liked to have won that but as I say, they lost 2-0 Felipe Anderson this year has been brilliant as well. I think he's their top scorer. I think he's got six goals in all competitions. Yeah. Um, good to watch. He's one. Of, he's been one of my favourites this year. He's been. He's been great. they spent a lot of money on him. and um, actually spent a lot of money this year. They, they spent 36 million pounds. They spent on him. Ooh. It's a lot of money. Um, they got Diop at the back for 22 million, Fabianski for seven million, uh, Yarmolenko 17 million, and they got Balbuena and Jack Wilshere in. So. Massive changes. Yeah, well,
2: I haven't seen much from Jan
3: yeah, No, I think, I think he must be injured, because he, he scored a couple of goals early yeah. on, didn't he? But, yeah, he's um, looking like a very yeah. interesting prospect. Um, yeah, so big, and they've still got likes of, like, um, Javier Hernandez and Marco yeah. Arnautovic as well, so they've got some really good players. I think Arnautovic has been out with a um, hamstring injury, but they said he could be fit enough for the bench on Thursday. So... Yeah, let's hope he doesn't come on because he's a, he's a great player.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you could, yeah get a penalty, then you're <laughs> yeah,
3: pretty
2: much done for, aren't it? Yeah, uh,
3: we're gonna yeah. need to defend well. Sure. Bottom line, I know you, that's a given for every game, but this game, something tells me that you, yeah, you're gonna need to. I, I would probably suggest he's gonna play the free centre backs again. Um, but yeah, as I say, um, difficult. They've been playing well, um, and we've we've talked about. Hoiberg not being in the team Romeo and Lamine are probably gonna step in uh, a difficult one to call I think this one um, can I have your prediction
2: um I think it's gonna be one or draw yeah because um, it, that just seems like if yeah, if you that just seems like the right right result doesn't it I, mm, I, you can't see a
3: lot of goals in this one I think it's gonna be like a lot of no. canceling no. each other out I <laughs> I don't want to say it because that's harsh on West Ham fans, but they are quite evenly matched teams (laughs) on the current form. Yeah. I would say,
2: yeah, you know, we've we've just beaten Huddersfield. Uh Yeah, we're on top of the world. (laughs) No, I mean, yeah, you don't know. Are you going to catch them when they're in the middle of one of their good runs or are you going to catch them when they're on one of their bad spells? Um, I don't know. I think they're somewhere in the middle of that now. Um, We're definitely on the ascendancy. Exactly,
3: especially on the the Or I've got that that more I've got a belief now, um obviously minus the Cardiff game, which you can't really blame him for, but yeah, yeah. I feel I feel different since he's come in. Um I, I yeah, I, I still think we're gonna pick up three points. I'm just riding a high at the moment, so I'm just gonna go one nil win for Saints. One
2: 0 okay.
3: Yeah. I'm gonna take a one nil, um and you're going one one. Yeah. Are
2: you gonna get, a, get what can I get a goal scorer from you? Who's gonna for Saints him? it's gonna be Danny Ings, Danny Ings isn't it? Yeah, okay. It's gonna be. It's yeah, just, so um, we, We've got nothing else.
3: Um, predictions. Last week, I stated that we would win 1-0 against Huddersfield. My favourite scoreline. I said 2-0. And you said 2-0. So we both both got the wins. Um, I got the right goal difference there, didn't I? All right. Um, <laughs> doesn't count on that. Um, but that leaves it 32-31, to 31, so it's still really, really close. Yeah, yeah, it's close. Yeah. I can't believe it's this close at this stage of the season, like almost halfway. Or at halfway. Mm was great. Um, fantasy football. Did you do fantasy football this week?
2: Yeah. Yeah? Fantasy football to my, my How did you
3: manage to do this when you were flying?
2: Um, well, you set up the team before the day starts, don't you? But I mean, I know you've been really, really busy this December. Sure, it's been December, absolutely crazy. So I this did, last
3: week, so I didn't think you were going to
2: have time to do it. I but did get a transfer in. Um, oh. uh, I don't know why I put Leroy Sané in as captain. Um yeah, Yang picked up thirteen points. That gives me thirty-one.
3: Oh, I got Aubameyang as well, and I actually I, I David Brooks as well. Um, scored two goals for Bournemouth Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. so Mo
2: Salah, mm-hmm. uh, Harry Kane's yet to play as well.
3: He's playing in a minute, I think.
2: Ake kept a clean sheet, so yeah. Um, you, you had a very good week. Fifty-nine points. Standard. Yeah, standard. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, well, yeah, wan Besaka had a had a really good match. Yeah, uh, against I got him Man as well. City, but um. Yeah, I still got Bertrand in, haven't I? Conceded <laughs> two goals, so he only gets one point. Oh. Um, Bertrand's yeah, still in there, but yeah, James Madison's on your bench, so you might might get even more points. But yeah, top of the league as always is Harris Van Um Yeah, it's looking a bit like the French league, isn't it? Just having <laughs> one one terror away team. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, you've got the the best score of the week, fifty nine points, uh, tied with Cedric Ypres Legends. Get in there! Mm. It's the first time I've done that. So yeps, yeah, so your, your nice s- one, David Brooks. Snapping at the heels of the rest of the league. Good, good, good,
3: good. Um, got Do we get any new members this week at all?
2: Not at no? all. So uh, yeah, if you do have a fancy Premier League team, just uh, join join our join our league. We've got the code up on our Twitter page.
3: Yeah, please, please come in. Um, right, I want to do. I mean, for a few weeks now, last well, probably been a few months actually. Been doing our in that number. Saints eleven from Premier mm. League era from 1992. Um, I'm going to get the results now of the eleven. You don't know this, do you? Don't know. So okay. A complete surprise. Right. Okay. So here we go. We're, we're, we're playing with the formation of the four-three-three. Okay. Um, so in goal is Anthony Ami. Right back, Jason Dodd. Left back, Wayne Bridge. Mm. Center backs are Michael Svensson and I was going to say Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> <laughs> it's just natural. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and Virgil Van Dijk. Um, the midfield three are. This is a weird one because I, I put a poll up recently and I wasn't expecting the result of this to come out. But Hoyberg made the midfield. Oh wow. um, With Sadio Mane, and obviously Matt Lattissier, just nice. doing what he wants in the middle of the park. He can play behind the strikers or whatever. Giving the gloves. Yep. goals. Exactly. Um, and the three up front: uh, Marion Pajas James Beattie, and right through the centre, Ricky Lambert. Mm. Not a bad team. And we actually got a really good strong bench as well. Um, 11 <laughs> on the bench. <laughs> so we got a whole team on the bench as well okay. in the 4-4-2 formation. <laughs> um, Tim Flowers, Nathaniel Klein, Gareth Bow, Jose Font, Klaus Lundigvam, Theo Walcott, Chris Marsden, Adam Lalana, Matt Oakley, Edgar austin and Jay Rodriguez.
2: So a pretty decent bench as well yeah, I think either of those teams would be well, maybe not world beating but we'd be right up there wouldn't we uh,
3: I don't know I think it would be, it'd be in the Premier League I think that would if they were all in their pomp yeah can you imagine it yeah I think that would be good although if they were in their in their right on top of their form we'd definitely have Gareth Bauer in there and he wouldn't be a left back <laughs> but yeah um is there anything else this week um well
2: yes um I welched out of my chant challenge uh, this week.
3: you didn't really have a lot of time, though, did you? So I'll
2: let you off that one. Yeah. Not without trying, but... um, So, yeah. um, (coughs) I'll give you two options, and you can edit out the one that we don't do. (laughs) So um, either we can do um, a Christmas-themed chant for Hassan or for anyone. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Or... We can do. Uh, we can celebrate our new youngest Premier League goal scorer by dedicating a chant to Michael Oberfemi.
3: I'm having the Oberfemi one. All right. Mm. I'm up for that. Yeah, I have got one already. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's why I'm having that one. I'm not doing it now, but <laughs> I need to, uh, you know, straighten out a bit. Okay. Uh,
2: I did. I, I did anticipate it. Uh huh. So. Okay, well, maybe I'll, I'll have a bonus uh, Christmas oh, song as well then. Okay. It'll still be Christmas won't it? when we next go out. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's 12 days. Yeah. When is our next podcast? Our next podcast will be on Christmas Eve.
3: Uh, like, it's Christmas Eve tomorrow. Uh,
2: it's Eve tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> New Year's <laughs> <laughs> Eve.
3: <laughs> yes, it's New Year's Eve. Um, yeah. Okay, that's fine. Um, that'll be after the West Ham game. And after the, the City game as well. Oh, the City game, yes, of course. yeah uh, can't wait for that one.
2: Maybe we can do a Palace. Who knows? Yes. Yeah. Well, why not? If we, we can beat Arsenal, and if we, beat, if we can beat Huddersfield, you know we've beaten Palace. Palace can beat City. There you go. There you go. You, you Simple maths. equation. Yeah. We, we've got them. <laughs> Three points already. All right. Okay. Is Merry there anything Christ- else? Merry Christmas. And yeah. Up the Saints.
3: Glad tidings to everyone. Merry Christmas. Up the Saints.